and entitled Karen nearly makes me quit my job on the spot after freaking out at me on the job. I feel as though the longer I've been in the business of service, the less sensitive I am to certain things. Like my first week, I got yelled at by a customer for not being able to take a payment. I didn't have access to be able to take a payment at the time because I was new. I went home considering quitting purely because of that experience. If that happened now, or if I saw another server going through that, I would just refuse service. The main experience that made me want to quit on the spot was a few days ago, when these entitled Karens came in. Our restaurant operates in such a way where we ask for your drinks as well as your food at the same time. So I asked and I got their drinks and when I asked for their food one girl looked up, laughed and went, I think we want our drinks first. As if I said something unbelievably stupid. I just shrugged it off because uh, whatever. So being the quote good server I am I just walked away. I asked the bartender to put through their drinks and I gave it to them. The same Karen looked at me in the face, laughed at me and then shooed me away like a child. She literally did that all while she laughed with her fellow Karen friend. Apparently though there was a lemon in her drink. She wanted a lime or a strawberry, but absolutely not a lemon. I simply didn't have the energy to explain that it wasn't me, considering she was right next to the bar and could see the drinks being prepared. She felt so unbelievably disrespected, and I'm not sure if it was the attitude of the woman or the constant snide remarks about how server staff have nothing else better to do, so we should just be better at serving them if this is all we amount to, but it really got under my skin, all because she didn't get a lime. So then they got their food, I deliver it to them, and she just stares at me before laughing in my face and demanding that I take it back to the kitchen. When I asked why, she responded, because I want you to, and then demanded that I remove the food she ordered from her bill as she has literally changed her mind as it was being brought out. Apparently, according to this Karen, as a server, or as she called it, the lowest job in the hierarchy, it is my job to do as she says. And you know what? I didn't do what she said. I handed her over to my supervisor. At this point, my shift was over. I warned my colleagues about the stupid Karens at table three, and I ran out of there. My guess is to explain their behavior is that they were already inebriated and very entitled. I'm still in disbelief that this happened. I've never seen someone swear in every sentence before. I'm still tempted to quit because management is incapable of protecting their servers from this type of abuse. Not that this particular customer was abusive, but I have seen some physical violence break out, and the manager will just offer a customer a free coffee and ignore the damage to the server. So overall, I'm really reflecting on my future career opportunities and I'm not sure what to do. As someone who's worked in food service as well as customer service, let me tell you I know exactly where you're coming from. It is horrific to have to deal with people who do not care about your well-being. All the while you're supposed to care about their well-being as if they're the most important person on the planet. Which at its core is just simply unfair. Yes, I am serving you your food and yes, I'm providing you some semblance of customer service to the best of my ability towards the tail end of my shift. Cut me some slack if I'm not spot on. And I just cannot stand that this stupid Karen actually described a server as the lowest job in the hierarchy. Fun fact, that's an incredibly hard job. They work harder than some people I've worked with in a corporate setting. That's why personally, whenever I go out to eat, which isn't very often, I make sure to tip those servers well, because I know for a fact their job sucks and they have to deal with people who are absolute garbage human beings. It's the least I can do, really. But this Karen should be ashamed of themselves for treating someone like this. In my honest opinion, you can really know how someone actually is by simply taking them to a restaurant and seeing how they treat their waiter. This is somebody who would not know who they are and has absolutely no skin in the game, as to say. So the way 
they treat them is a great way to figure out how they treat most people, especially when you're not around. Overall, I really feel sorry for the original poster. I know exactly where they're coming from, and hopefully if they do change jobs, they're able to see that they can find a place to work that will actually have their back when things go wrong and will actually be there to help you and support you through thick and thin. My coworker stole all of my tips after a long night of serving, so I picked up a shift on Sunday and worked through most of it before I had a medical emergency and had to leave. This isn't the first time this has happened to me at the restaurant, and though it's been a few years, the same people who were working with me the last time are the same people managing the place now. The other servers are relatively new, as they've only been here for maybe a few months. So yeah, the managers put my money in an envelope and locked it in the office. I told them that I'd be in this morning to pick up my tips, so they said they would bring the money to put it under the register, so that I could just grab the envelope and go. One of the managers popped open the drawer, and my money was gone. She runs to the back to check the office, and my money wasn't there. I had to get to work, so I told her that we will sort this out later. The owner just called me and apologized, saying that one of the servers was caught on camera stealing my money from under the drawer of the register. I know exactly who it was, and since I've picked up weekends there before, she's been treating me like a threat. So now, I'm trying to decide if it's even worth it to press charges, or to just let her get fired and figure her stuff out. I've got my money back regardless. Whether or not she gives that envelope willingly, or if the owner's just gonna have to pay out of pocket, regardless, I'm going to get my money. I would 100% press charges against the person who stole my money. There is no way I would let that slide. And while yes, they're getting fired, they absolutely should be charged for what they did. Maybe I'm being heartless, but when it comes to my money that I work hard for, there's no way I'm going to let someone else take that from me or in any way, shape or form delay me getting it. I've worked in the food industry. I've worked as a server as well as a busboy, So I understand how valuable those tips are and how badly I would need them sometimes just to make ends meet. So if I was in the original poster shoes, you better believe I would be calling the police on this situation. But what would you do? Leave a comment down below. We'd love to hear it. An entitled lady tries to turn off my uncle's dirt bike because apparently it was just too loud while he's riding it. So for context, this happened about two years ago. At the time, we had a 100cc mini bike and I used to ride it around our property as we had two acres. Where I lived, you were allowed to ride dirt bikes side by side, quads, etc. So this particular day, me and my uncle were riding around the backyard for about an hour before this lady approaches us. Now, we were kicking up a little bit of dust, but our property is pretty far from hers. Hey, she yells to get our attention. Uh, yeah, hi, sorry, I couldn't hear you, my uncle says. Now, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but she basically lectured us about how what we were doing was illegal and how we're not supposed to be doing it. Keep in mind, we are on our property, and even if we weren't on our property, it was county land, therefore it was still legal. My uncle basically goes on to explain how what we were doing isn't legal. Once she is proven wrong, she goes back to her house on a quad with no gear. Anyways, we ride for about 30 more minutes and she comes back again. Excuse me, I'm trying to feed my horse. Can you get off those things? She says. Keep in mind, our property is pretty far from hers and our bikes are not loud from her house. She then proceeded to literally try and turn off my uncle's bike so he gets defensive and slaps her arm away. She then tries to blame him for assault and she basically walks back to her house without her quad this time and films us the entire way back to her house while we're just sitting there in confusion of what just happened. Me and my uncle now make jokes about it and ended up nicknaming her the crazy horse lady as we constantly ended up having more problems with her. Entitled Karens like this are really the bane of my existence because they are always constantly trying to ruin the fun, especially when the fun is legal and not bothering anybody. This story is akin to some Karen walking up to a skate park and getting angry at skaters skating on said skateboard. 
park. Say that 10 times fast. No, but seriously, this lady walked onto this guy's property and tried to turn off his bike while he's still riding it. Like, how entitled do you have to be to try and mess with someone else's property? That is simply not okay. And then when she gets proven wrong and absolutely destroyed verbally, she walks back to her property just to film them. So at least they'll have some kind of demo reel when it comes to them riding around their property, I guess. So the moral of this story, don't bother people if they're having fun, especially when that fun is not bothering you. Otherwise, you're just going to look like a Karen. My boyfriend keeps trophies from his previous relationships, and it's kind of weird. I've been living with my boyfriend for three months. We've been seeing each other for a total of about one and a half years, and we just happen to have leases that came up at the same time, so we thought it would be a good time to move in together just to save some money. We live in a one-bedroom, and it's been all right. We get along, he cooks a lot, and we live in a nice neighborhood, and we go out to eat and go to the museums, comedy shows, and the theater together. He's much cleaner than most guys his age, and when we moved in together, he had a filing cabinet that kept vital records like birth certificates, passports, laptops, etc. He locks it because it has important work documentations and personal laptops, but it's not like it's a secret. I know about it and I know where he hides the key. He texted me a few days ago when he was at work and I was working from home asking for me to get his passport number. I've never actually opened it because I didn't need to and so I got the key and I opened it up and when I was flipping through I saw a tab labeled personal. I figured that might be where his passport was located but instead it was just a bunch of random stuff. His passport was in personal documents. He had some photos of his dead dog, some letters from his sister who lives abroad, but almost all of it was from what I assume were women he dated in the past. There were hand-drawn pictures of him, some of him playing football, some letters addressed to his pet names. Some other woman wrote him a note on her business card, as well as memorabilia from a trip to the White House. All of these were from previous ex-relationships. Why would someone keep all this? If you actually move on from somebody, you move on from that and don't keep little knickknacks. It's extremely weird. Am I weird for thinking that this is a red flag? I would personally throw that garbage out as soon as we break up and I move on like an adult. What should I do? That is a little weird that he's keeping stuff from previous relationships. But at the same time, it's not totally out of the ordinary. I think if anything, they're just memories and like moments in his life. I don't think there's anything really nefarious going on here. I think also it might be just a forgotten folder that he just completely does not even look through anymore. And this is a place where he used to keep personal stuff, but I don't really think it's some weird like, hey, here's the stuff from my previous ex-relationship. I'm going to hold on to it like a trophy. A trophy would almost imply that he's holding it up and he has it like on display for everybody to see. That would be weird. Having a folder and a file that just kind of says personal stuff doesn't necessarily scream red flag to me personally. So in all honesty, you should be good. My stepmom has completely stolen my dad away from me. I'm a 17-year-old male, and this story takes place a few years ago. My dad got a new girlfriend in September of 2019. We thought this was great, and everyone was happy, because he was pretty lonely. When we met her, she was great. She was funny, she liked messing around, and she was just overall a nice person. On Thanksgiving of that year is when the first odd thing happened. She talked about how she just left her husband because she didn't like him anymore. She left the state and didn't divorce until it was completely forced on her. On Christmas, when we were all playing around with our presents as kids do, she suddenly starts yelling at her kids for playing with our stuff, which they were allowed to do, and started pulling them by the ear. This caught everybody off guard, and my mom told my dad that he 
might want to be careful around her. Then February came around and it was a normal weekend. Me being the annoying brother that I am, decided to steal a Skittle for my sister. I know this was a pretty rude thing to do, but I was joking around and I gave it right back. She then starts yelling at me for how rude it was and how I should be nicer to her. This threw me way off guard. She started yelling because I took a Skittle. She then made me stand in the corner on one leg and count to 100. This is extremely odd because no one in our family ever gives physical punishments. Meanwhile, my dad is just standing there and my sister is trying to explain that it was fine. Later that night, I threw up and for a very, very long time, I thought I was just sick. Turns out that it was a reaction to trauma I had when I was a baby, where my biological parents didn't feed us or my brothers and got us in trouble for eating. When I was being told about this, I also learned that since I was adopted, my parents agreed that I would never receive punishment for food ever. This is why I threw up. My brain remembered the trauma and I reacted to it. What made me mad is that my dad just stood there when he knew about this deal. Fast forward to August of 2021 and we started to receive counseling and in September, we started to to see our dad again. He promised that he had changed and that the stepmom was not going to give punishment to me or my sister in any way ever again. We started rebuilding our relationship and for a month or two it was good. Then two days before Halloween, my brother gets sent to a psychological hospital for allegedly destroying the house and for having bad behavior. This was hard on us, but he had been aggressive in the past and so it wasn't the hardest to believe. He got out on December 10th and was once again admitted on January 3rd. This was because he had gotten very aggressive and angry when he found out he didn't get a PS5 for Christmas. During this period, his dog was taken and locked in its room for two weeks, only allowed to leave for the bathroom. They then had student parent meetings. In this meeting, the stepmom verbally admitted that they locked the dog in his room. This immediately started a CPS investigation. During this time, he was once again admitted to the hospital. This time it was because, and I quote, He was punching kids and threatening everybody in the house, especially threatening to hit her and attack the neighbor's dog. By this point, everyone knew she was crazy and tried talking to my dad about it. His parents, his brother, his sisters, us kids, my mom. I mean, everybody told him that he was being manipulated and that she was crazy, but he didn't believe any of it. While my brother was in the hospital, he told the doctors about everything that he'd been through. When he was released, he said that he would rather be in the hospital than go home to his evil stepmother as well as my dad. This is when he would, quote, start hitting the car as well as yelling at the stepmom. She would grab her boys by the ear and make them throw away their stuff if they got in trouble. My sister and mom were told every weekend that she needed better clothes and that my mom was mentally abusing us. Weirdly, I was treated amazingly and I was treated very good compared to my siblings. I was never talked down to or talked badly to. We were also gaslit all the time. Eventually, there was a court investigation regarding my stepmother and that's when she lied and said all sorts of terrible slanderous things. In April, my dad ripped up and burned my brother's adoptions paper and told him he wasn't allowed in the house anymore. He stayed at our house for a little bit and then we had a court hearing that gave me and my brother the right to live with my aunt. He got counseling and we started seeing each other again. My dad was told by the state and the trauma therapist that he was not allowed any of our information or to see us ever unless he agreed to get counseling as well as to have this evil stepmom out of his life as well as if we agree. The entire situation in my upbringing is just simply not fair and I just wish that my stepmother was not in my life. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? 
Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I feel so bad for this original poster because they've gone through quite the life. With family in and out of hospital, as well as the stepmom just lying about everything that's going on, I can only imagine how hard it must have been growing up in that environment. Hopefully, the court decision, as well as some other things going on in your life, allow you to get away from those people and to live your life in a way that is not toxic. I'm so sorry for everything you've gone through, and I genuinely hope things get better. Today, I messed up by giving the neighborhood kid a motorcycle. This happened a couple of years ago. For four years, the neighbor kid had been cutting my lawn for what I thought was free. Why, you may ask? Well, years ago, him and his friends were playing basketball. As anyone can tell you, teenagers in a neighborhood basketball game can get heated. Name-calling can happen, best friends can become enemies, and let's not forget the occasional fist fight. I didn't get to see the game. However, at some point, there was a fight. This resulted in a thrown basketball through my front picture window. Now, as a result, I have a basketball through the window and a kid on my front porch. A lot of crying and a lot of anger came afterwards. There were apologies left and right, and they'd say that he would pay for it. But to be honest, I really wasn't all that mad. Obviously, nobody intended for a ball to go through my window. I wanted new windows anyways. Now I had a really good reason to do it. All four kids helped put some plastic up for me, and as far as I was concerned, all was well. The parents are great people, really. They were always kind, and we'd watch each other's property if one of us was away. I had plenty of neighborhood cul-de-sac parties over the years. They were more upset than I ever could have been. They decided their son would cut my lawn for free until he was 16. It was kind of extreme in my opinion, but they weren't taking no for an answer. So this kid had to cut my grass for four years? I personally thought it was ridiculous, but in the end, that kid cut my lawn every two weeks in the spring, summer, and fall. He messed up some unbelievably expensive plants once that cost him more than the window. His parents never let me hand him money, and I personally felt that this just wasn't right. So I started putting $100 every time he did my lawn in a safe box 15 times a year and fast forward five years later and he had racked up $6,000. The summer he turned 16 was four years after the basketball accident. He was getting his license and he wanted to get his own ride. I waited until his parents got home, walked over to their house and handed this young man the money in front of his parents. They said, no, of course not. But I didn't want to hear it. I told him I would be very upset if you gave me the money back. He had mowed my lawn and never complained for four years. Honestly, he earned it. The kid was so happy and overjoyed. His mom and dad were kind of emotional, and so was I. The next day, I hear a window rattling and a Harley Davidson outside. Oh yeah, he bought his best friend's older brother's motorcycle. This fool had never even owned a dirt bike. I'm outside his mom's house, and I'm in shock while she's just angry. She's cursing at me because apparently it's my fault because I gave him the money. She's saying how she's going to hurt himself or even worse. You know, everything a mom would say. All the while, I'm trying not to show that aside from being shocked, I'm slightly amused. I can't prove it, but I think he spent that six grand specifically just to upset his parents, especially for making him mow that lawn for free. I mean, he didn't know there was actual money involved. Two days pass by and I hadn't heard the bike start. Finally, I hear it start up. He pulls out of the driveway and makes it to the stop sign. He goes to turn, hits the curb, and whiskey throttles it and hits a parked car. He breaks 
breaks his left arm, his wrist, as well as his right hand, and he's all scratched up. And the medical bills alone cost a lot more than six grand. And to top it all off, he didn't have any insurance yet. He didn't even have a motorcycle license. So he was personally liable for the parked car that he hit. The bike was trashed, and it all ended up costing him close to 10 grand. So in the end, his mom was right. He really was going to hurt himself. This story is really funny because it's one of those things where it's like, how could you expect this would happen? Like, I'm sure this guy had every good intention in his mind to give this money to this kid, obviously without the intention that this kid would break his arm, his hand, and everything else. And also the kid didn't even have insurance and he had to pay for everything. That's a lot of money down the drain and a lot more than $6,000 that he had slowly earned over four years. And I'm kind of with the original poster on this one. Four years for a broken window? That's insane. I think I would be pretty upset with my parents, too, if they made me cut some guy's lawn for four years, all because I broke a window. It would have been easier to get a part-time job and pay for the window that way, instead of being subject to some kind of labor enforcement. I mean, that's crazy to me. I really feel bad for the kid in this story because it looks like he just can't catch a break, and now he's going to be stuck with some broken bones and a lot of money to pay towards the car he busted up, not to mention his busted bike. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.